Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. So I'm going to talk a little bit about deliverance, which is one of my favorite topics. So deliverance in the Christian tradition means delivering people from evil spirits. And, you know, for a long time, I guess I would have assumed that this meant that the people who needed deliverance were pretty bad people. And you know, when you read the pages of the New Testament, there is the man who's out among the tombs and nobody was able to restrain him. They tried, you know, tying him up with chains and he would just break through the chains. And when Jesus goes and asks him a question, what's your name? He doesn't even reply with his given name. He, the, the demons reply and they say, our name is Legion, which realistically was probably a lie. I mean, a Legion was what, 6,000 men? And uh, Jesus cast them into the pigs. And there were 2,000 pigs. So presumably there weren't actually a legion of demons. So by this, I feel like it's probably okay not to talk to demons because they're just going to lie to you anyway. But in any case, it was astonishing to me when I started studying healing prayer to hear that the early church actually just assumed that everyone who came to know the Lord had some level of demonic um, presence on them just from being in the world. But they also recognized that that didn't mean that you were fully, quote unquote, possessed. And in fact, when you look at the pages of scripture, what's fascinating is, yes, there is the man with the so-called legion of demons, but he's the only one who really appears to be completely out of his mind you know, there's a few people who come to Jesus, like there's a boy who comes and his dad is really concerned for him because he will throw himself into the fire at times, almost like an epileptic fit with an intent on suicide. I mean, it's like a pretty interesting um, malady that this young man struggled with. And the dad brings him and Jesus casts out the demon. And, And so clearly though, it sounds like he wasn't just in epileptic seizures kind of around the clock, you know, it was like, no, this happens occasionally. It's really traumatic when it does. But then you also have um, people who are in the synagogue. Jesus would come in and they would start manifesting like, we know who you are. You're the Holy One of God. And so that person, though, presumably was pretty normal the rest of the time. So even in the pages of scripture, we see that there's different levels of demonic manifestation. And so I loved this teaching that in the early church, that they just assumed that the people who came to Jesus had stuff on them from walking through the world. And I think what that does is it really reduces the pressure on any of us. And it makes it really pretty normal to just say, oh, right. Like if I drink water that has parasite eggs in it, I get parasites. It's not because I am really dirty and unclean. It's because I was drinking water that's polluted. And so if I'm walking through the world and I get, you know, like the disciples, they needed to have their feet washed because they were walking dusty roads. It's not because they were going in purposefully looking for cow pies to step in. It's just, this is what happens when you walk through the world. And so in my own experience then, do I really understand why I would get, as I call them, Klingons, um, as I'm interacting with different people? I don't, I don't know that I have an answer to that yet. I feel like I'm in process with Jesus and talking that out. But I will say there are times where I talk to somebody, I interact with someone and I come away and I'm like, something is really off in me now. I'm really agitated. I don't feel right. And when that happens, usually I just need to say, 
oh, Jesus, I need to be cut free from whatever it was that just got on me. And then I pray, you know, I take the sword of the Spirit dipped in the blood of Jesus and I cut myself free. Sometimes I might feel prompted to put my hand in a glass of water and say, I bless this water for purification. Thank you, Jesus, that you offer us baptism and I bless this water also with the ability to cleanse. And then I would maybe put the sign of the cross on my forehead, my hands and my feet. Again, is that... Do I know exactly what's happening when I do that? No, to me, that's just a prophetic act, perhaps, that I'm doing in concert with Jesus to say, I am not clean right now. I, I am carrying something that came on me that I don't want. And so that's not, it doesn't mean that I'm bad. It just means that I picked something up. And I also really appreciate, you know, in the scripture, the translations oftentimes say, Um, demon-possessed, but my understanding is that the actual verb, it's just the word demon that's been made into a verb in the Greek, that it would be like, this person was demonized. You know, it's like this person is parasitized or something like, they have parasites, that's too bad. And so for me, when I am praying with people, I just feel like it's so beautiful and helpful to say, oh, you know, if you have a Klingon, let's just get rid of it. It's not a big deal. And It's also been really fascinating to me over the course of the last year to see the ways that just different demons manifest and how we know that they're coming out. (laughs) So this is, oh, this is getting really real here. So one of my friends, beautiful Christian woman, if she's having a deliverance, she does kind of a full on what you would expect from the New Testament, like eyes roll back, body contorts, she might need to lie down, and then like her limbs might do weird things and her eyes will roll back in her head. It's pretty dramatic, but it's fine, right? Like she's fine. And then one of my friends, he will be talking and all of a sudden in the middle of a sentence, he'll go, (laughs) and then he'll keep talking and I'll be like, wait, that was your tell. Whatever you were just talking about, there's something to be delivered from in that. And uh, every once in a while it's like, or did you just swallow a bug? I'm not sure, you know, it could be one or the other. So um, for myself, if I need deliverance, I will feel totally fine. And then all of a sudden I'll start dry heaving. And then it's like, oh, well, there we go. I haven't yet thrown up, which I kind of appreciate. And I have a very good throwing up reflex after five babies and lots and lots of morning sickness. So the fact that I haven't actually vomited, I feel like, oh, well, that's just an extra grace from the Lord. Um, And then, yeah, but I have one friend who, if she's um, gotten something to cling on to her. She actually does a full-on vomit, like black gunk coming out, but then it's done. And so I don't know why there's different manifestations. I don't know why different people have different levels of susceptibility to having Klingons, but I just feel like for me, it's very beautiful to say, it's actually just fine if this is your experience in the world. And there's beautiful tools that the Lord has given us to get rid of them. And So yeah, for me, I feel like the first thing to do is say, I don't feel quite right, Lord. I maybe was feeling more joy yesterday before I talked to this person. So I just want to say no to any curse, hex, or spell that's sent against me. I want to say no to any unclean spirit that is bothering me. I refuse to partner with you and I send you to Jesus for him to deal with you as he will. And in the place of that, I'm going to bless myself with the opposite. And oftentimes the opposite is just... Um, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. It might be power, love, and a sound mind. It might be the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I think I might transpose two of those, but I feel like every time I look at it, 
I'm never quite sure. Or like I remember and then I forget later. So just recognize that those are the right nine, but two of them might be out of order. Um, then I also will, you know, sometimes it's like I just bless myself with peace, with the shalom of God, with that sense of being in right position before him. So all of these things, you know, you bind the thing that you don't want, and then you bless yourself with the opposite, the thing that you do want. And that's beautiful. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> it's really, really simple too. So a good thing for all of us that it's not a really complicated process. I also had the question once, why do you send things to Jesus instead of sending it back to the pit of hell from whence it came? And I guess for me, I learned from Francis McNutt that if, if in his experience, when people would send things to hell over time, it would make them a little bit hard. And I also don't know that anything really scriptural is, I don't know that there's a scripture about like send things now to hell. Um, in the pages of scripture, we see Jesus binding things and casting them out. And so I feel like, well, I can at least send them to him and let him deal with them. I assume that he knows where they're supposed to go. So is it an extra step potentially? Yeah, potentially. But the reality is it's also for me a reinforcement of what I want for every every creature. I want everything to come to Jesus because he's so good, you know? So that's why I send things always to Jesus. And so that's little little explanation of deliverance. If you need to be delivered, you just say, thanks be to God, there is a solution. There's always a solution. Amen.